the new website has gone live and there's a big sigh of relief. But then the web designer and client parts ways. But should it be that way? Don't worry, this isn't a post suggesting that you keep your web designer permanently on retainer, no matter how much I would like to say that as somebody who runs a web design agency. Neither is it a post lecturing you on how your website should never be finished and that it should be continually evolved. I've already covered that enough in the past. No, this is a post about what happens when the web designer steps back and the client is expected to take responsibility for their own site. It's about how that process happens and how the web designer can ensure the client is equipped to do that job. Believe it or not, this process does not start when the website goes live. No, it needs to happen well before that. It needs to be baked into the project in the form of ongoing client education. To my mind, delivering a website is only half the web designer's job. It is also our responsibility to ensure the client knows everything they need to in order to successfully run their site. Admittedly, many clients don't know that they need this, but they are paying for us to deliver an effective website, and that is, to a large extent, reliant on how the client runs it. With that in mind, it is vital that a website is developed in close collaboration with the client. This is the opportunity for the web designer to gently educate the client about best practice and get them thinking in the right way about their site. As we take the client through the process of building the website, we have an opportunity to talk about writing for the web, running social media and tracking analytics. We can also explain to them how they can extend their website if required, how the content management system works and how to keep the design consistent. All of these things will help ensure the site endures over the long term. We can also talk about the practicalities of managing their site. Many clients are a little naive about what is involved in running a website over the long term. They underestimate how much work is involved and so rarely have the necessary resources in place. They tend to lack anybody with a clear vision for taking the website forward, instead relying on committees who lack the digital knowledge to make decisions about the direction of the site. Finally, they've got little in the way of policies and procedures to help ensure the the -the on-the-fly decision-making is consistent. All of this leads to a somewhat rudderless web strategy and allows the website to slip down the agenda of the organisation until it quickly becomes an embarrassment. This eventually kicks off yet another redesign cycle and the old site is thrown out and they start from scratch. It falls to us as the web designer to at least make our clients aware of these challenges, although increasingly clients are looking to us to help them find the solutions. Ideally, these conversations should happen early in the development process. However, as a minimum, we should be making sure they happen by handover. Handover should be more than just passing across some Photoshop files, some HTML, CSS and JavaScript. It should be more than making the site live and ensuring that it's stable. It's also a chance to take stock, to review and to look forward. Most web designers will, will do a handover meeting where they ask the client how they felt about the project and, and maybe talk a little bit about future work. However, if we're honest, these meetings are mainly for us and not for the client. They're a chance to smooth over the relationship if there's been problems and hopefully secure some more work. What the client requires is more than a sales meeting. They need a process that eases them into their new role. They need a contractual arrangement where, at least for a while, they can pick up the phone and ask for advice. 
In fact, at Headscape, we go a step further. Any of our clients, past or present, are more than welcome to pick up the phone and pick my brains free of charge. We believe this is an important part of the service we offer. The handover should also include discussions about the future, not just the future of working with the client, but also the client's future running the website. Throughout a project, it's always a good idea to keep a wish list of new functionality and content that could eventually be added to the website. As the project draws to a close, now is the time to work through that list with the client and put together a program of ongoing work that they can systematically address. This will at least give them the beginning of a digital roadmap they can follow. The final component of this handover process should be to help them establish some metrics to monitor the site's performance. To be honest, monitoring and reviewing should be an intrinsic part of the website from the outset and should continue well beyond the parting of ways with your client. It should start by establishing business objectives and identifying key performance indicators for the site. These should be used as a benchmark to measure the success of the web project. However, more importantly, it can be used to measure the site after you've finished the initial web project. The client can monitor how content and functional changes to the site impact these figures, and they can also use the numbers as a way of justifying further investment in the site. The client will need help setting up this program of monitoring and reviewing. Now, that might be as simple as setting up Google Analytics, or it could be something more comprehensive like a dashboard that we've begun to do with our clients. You also need to encourage them to do more comprehensive reviews each quarter. This is the point where they step back and they look at the bigger picture. This is something we often do with our clients just via a simple telephone call. We'll also write some clients an annual review to point out any areas that need addressing or identify new innovations that they should consider adopting. My point here is that we have an obligation not just to build our clients a website, but to help them run it too. Not all clients will want our help, and that's fine. I've no problem with that. However, we shouldn't be the ones that walk away washing our hands of responsibility. We shouldn't be the ones saying goodbye. Always remember that building a great website is not enough. It's what happens once it's launched that really matters.